0: Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm your host, the philosopher, also known as Tavian Napier, esports coordinator, performance coach, and so many other things. But today we're going to be talking about gamer burnout. I have a guest with me as well, but I just want to talk about burnout because uh, I think a lot of us are burnout in multiple different ways. Uh, specifically, I'm talking about fighting game burnout. I've been experiencing it a little bit with Street Fighter, but I also have my guest who's also been experiencing it. He's no stranger to the show. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been something that is, super common it seems like a lot of people are going through it right now so i wanted to just talk about it and have it be a little bit more lighthearted we already talked about this topic a little bit before and a few months ago and i just wanted to revisit it now because it's more specific to covid so that said i brought on max and uh, mega max star and he's going to be joining me talking about this topic how's it going max
1: hey man how you doing i'm doing good
0: so far so good okay so gamer burnout you know, th- we've experienced it. We've talked about it before on the episode, but this is a little bit different. Um, and, and our experiences are very different as well because I'm at home on paid leave and you're, you're working right now. So I wanted to delve as much as you're willing to into like the cause of the burnout, just like what's what's going on, on and from your point of view during this whole COVID situation. Mm.
1: Yeah, as of right now, I am a customer service manager. So I am in charge of the front end and everything that happens within that. It's being very particularly frustrating because of course Walmart has allowed people to take two week leave at any point in time. And in fact, I'm on my two week leave as of right now because I'm unfortunately too stressed out and I don't wanna be outside during this point in time. Because they are allowing anybody to take their two week leave, we have a lot of people gone. So that means scheduling is a lot tighter. We have to deal with a lot more. We just have to work with a lot less And tried to produce the same results if not better and that's the most frustrating part is during this time a lot of people are very desperate a lot of people are just trying their best to I don't know I don't know how to explain it but it's just frustrating because I don't people are stalking but they're not stalking at the same time so you see the same people pretty often and that's the most frustrating part about the job is seeing people that should be quarantined um, they're at they're at your local Walmart instead. So that's Michigan, though.
0: You mean like shopping?
1: Yeah. So recently, um, what happened was is because too many people were just not like were shopping for non essentials. Um, we had to um, wall off, like literally rope off all non essential items in the store, and. The part that's kind of weird is from my higher ups, they're just like, yeah, we're walling them off, but we're not completely stopping them from buying it. We're just trying to thwart people from trying to like be at the store for the wrong reasons. And that's particularly frustrating because we still get more and more people. And also because of the six feet rule, we can only have so many registers open at one time. So a lot of times we just, we literally at my Walmart specifically, we can only have like four registers open at a time and that's not counting self checkouts so you will get a lot of people at one time and it'll just like we'll have lines we've had like essentially almost black friday like lines and it's unbelievable and it's so frustrating trying to work with that
0: yeah that sounds pretty overwhelming there Yeah. yeah
1: and not only that like seeing so many people that also just means to me that's more people possibly that has, you know, COVID-19, and I don't want to be around these people. Yeah. So I took it upon myself to take a two-week leave because I'm hoping within two weeks people will at least have their heads on a little more straight. But who knows at this point.
0: Yeah. I, with all that said, I can I can start to see why, you know, you might not want to come home and train in fighting games or compete in a tournament. <laughs> That's a lot.
1: It's just so stress, So much stress. And it sucks too because it's really, it was really killing a lot of the stuff I was enjoying. And the hardest part about it for me too is every day I would wake up for work and I would not want to go. And that's not a healthy work environment you want to be in. If you wake up and you dread going to work, like it's not okay. There's something that's unhealthy that needs to be fixed. And I've had those before. Um, so... I took it upon myself to at least like fix myself, make things better. So yeah, it, it's also kind of frustrating too, cause I'm just starting to be a customer service manager. Like I only started maybe like two months ago, if that. Um, so I'm still like learning the ropes and all of this stuff happening at the same time when I'm literally the only manager by myself can be really frustrating i also won't get my lunch until the store closes and i usually leave work around 11 so i will take my lunch at 8 30 <laughs> come back and then do the closing process
0: mm-hmm. so yeah that's
1: yeah it's just a lot. it's all the small stuff that just stacks up
0: yeah you know it's I, I try to remind people like the people who uh complain about not having a job it's like, you know, there's a lot of people out, like, or no, the people that have essential, there's people out there complaining about having an essential job and, like, their perspective, it's, there's a lot, the people who still have to work probably have, like, a double workload right now because of this whole situation. A lot of people can't work because they're at risk, um, but it is, it is pretty stressful, and I, 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 I cannot relate. Um, it, uh, I'm, I well, I don't want to sound rag, raggish in this whole situation for anybody, um, but I just, I'm, in a lucky situation right now, things could change and get worse, so I'm not trying to take it uh, take it for granted. But uh, from my point of view, right now I'm on paid leave from the university, um, so I'm essentially a stay-at-home dad. Uh, my fiancé works from 9 to 5, and so I'm just watching my son from 9 to 5. And I'm not really, other than gaming and maybe a few things on the computer, I'm not really doing too much around him because he he wants to get into everything that I'm doing, so I really can't do too much unrelated to him because i have to watch him if i don't watch him he'll run off and get into something that he shouldn't get into um and that that like it does have its own frustrations because he's one and a half he's trying to talk but he can he's trying to articulate and so when he doesn't want something or when he does or doesn't want to do something he just throws a tantrum and there's not really um a lot you can do other than just make him feel better in the moment because he can't really articulate what he wants but he can't always have his way so it's uh it's new being a stay at home dad when i'm basically a workaholic and haven't really gotten to see my son for a long time so i'm appreciating and trying to learn how to be a better fa- father um there's stresses that come with that because again i'm an overachiever and so i want to do everything perfectly so every time he might like bump his head or fall or or like a bad habit pops up or something like that i take it internally or when i can't figure out what it is that he wants there's there's a lot to raising a kid that like i did not anticipate and i welcome the challenge but it's still it's still challenging so you know, that happens, and then I try to make sure that I'm spending more time with the family. I'm at home, and we don't really have a set structure or schedule. So, essentially, from 5 to 9, I'm trying to make family time because 9 o'clock is bedtime for them. And uh, I just, even if we're not doing anything, I just want to be around the family more because I'm not, I may not get this opportunity again if I start working again. And I I, I want this opportunity, and so I'm going to try to make it happen in the future. But uh, until I have enough money to do what I want to do and like, my own business, I'm at the will of other people's schedule for the most part so yeah it's uh when i when i and plus i'm hosting these online tournaments and trying to get more into it and and also just potentially looking for jobs in case like the co- the economy collapses like hey you know maybe riot's hiring or maybe some smaller esports company or somebody is doing remote work because that looks like where things might go depending on how this covid situation uh, continues uh, so yeah i I've, i'm i kind of don't want to host online tournaments and compete in them at the same time because it's 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 a little annoying. It's a little uh, different from having physical people like sit at the commentary booth and run the stream for you. And even that like has ups and downs too. But yeah, I, I've kind of taken a back step from running and competing at the same time and just running the Street Fighter tournaments. Dragon Ball, I've kind of. Uh, Street Fighter is my main fighting game for people who may not know me. I, I try to compete and get better at, at Street Fighter, but I, I still like other fighting games. I just don't spend that much time playing those games. Dragon Ball. And now Blaze Blue, actually, uh, BB Tag have both been getting my attention, and a little bit of UMVC three sprinkled in there as well, uh, and and yeah, those are those are some some of the fighting games that I've been dabbling with to get away from Street Fighter for a little bit, and uh, I still play Street Fighter, I just play ranked and I I grind a training mode, but I just don't feel like competing right now because the the reaction that I get when I lose is just not really healthy, and so I have to sit back and reevaluate because like. There's too many other things going on in life, but that, that gets me to my next topic is uh, alternative games because we've talked about other solutions for burnout, you know, the traditional stuff, but this situation's very different from what we normally experience in terms of burnout. So I think in this time, it's, it's healthiest to take a break from... Uh, you know, competing and and whatever it is that's making you burnt out. For me specifically, it's competing in tournaments. It's not so much playing the game. It's just like, I just don't want to compete. I don't want to, you know, do a best two out of three. Uh, I want to play long sets or grind out rank. But I also want to play some non-fighting games because I have a lot more ish free time so i've been playing a few games but before i get into my games i want to i want to hear about you know the games that you've been playing because i want to hear from your point of view you even wrote a tweet longer that i can uh post in the notes as well but you know tell me your experience what have you been playing and and like you know feel free to gush about it because i want to i want to just talk about games right now
1: oh absolutely so i'm kind of playing through three four ish games right now um currently i am playing through ff7 remake persona 5 royal Legend of Runeterra, and a little bit of League. Those are the kind of the games that I've been touching recently. And League is just really like we've been getting some friends and we just like squad up, play some norms, like have some fun, which has been really nice. We've been having a lot of fun doing that because it's a little stress-free. However, I've been spending – I spent – before Final Fantasy VII came out, I was spending all of my time playing through Persona 5. Persona 5 is one of my favorite games of all time. Um it's it's definitely like up there. It's hard to tell which one is my number 1, but like my top 5s range around FF10, Persona 5, um like Final Fantasy 7. And honestly off the top of my head, I can't really think of the two <laughs> others, but those three like those shine in my head like no doubt about it. Um I'll probably like Kingdom Hearts 2 um and playing through persona 5 i've put in i think 50 hours already into that game um and i put it on pause just to play through final fantasy 7 remake i've been loving persona 5 royal i think the game was already fantastic and they add even more to the game to make it an even more of a 10 out of 10 experience for any jrpg it's honestly like fantastic of a game to play through and i love it so much the combat is fantastic the social links are amazing everything about the game has just been like like buffed up and it's even better like the parts of the games that were slightly kind of shittier like they just quality of life changed it and just made it for the better which is so cool um but recently i've been playing a crap ton of final fantasy VII remake i'm already about 40 hours in and i'm Getting close to the end of the game, I believe. I believe I'm around chapter 15, 16. I think 16. And um honestly, it is such an amazing game. It's incredible how amazing a game can be at this day and age where it visually looks outstanding. Gameplay-wise feels amazing. And like just content-wise is really, really good. Like even though it's only the first disc of the game technically um it still feels like a fully fleshed out game which is so like so amazing so good because if you didn't play the other final fantasy 7s um so far like if i was a kid i would still be you know entranced i would be i i would really like the story and i would be pretty like i haven't finished the game yet but i would bet i would be wanting more but also like pretty satisfied with the finish too because the game's pacing has been fantastic um once the game starts opening up and then you get other side quests it's fantastic i've done every single side quest there is in the game and honestly like it's the best part because you get heavily rewarded for doing just side stuff and it's so fun and it's so so fun every character that you play to just feels Just like they play like butter, man. They're so good. It every character from all the way to like Aerith. Aerith is probably the character that like is least least playable, but she still has some really cool stuff. But Barrett, slowly but surely, has become one of my favorite characters in the game so far. And I haven't like set up to be an absolute tank, but that character is so cool. Gameplay-wise, story-wise, character-wise, everything. It's so 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 good. And I'm just sad that the game's going to be finishing. And I know that, and I probably will replay it through again, but so far, like I'm, I'm just like happy. I'm happy that the game that I've been looking forward to for God knows how long, like I played the game when I was four, uh, the game came out when I was born. So I never got to play it, of course, until like <laughs> Jeez. way later um but my sister had the game and um i played it around when i was four or five on my sister's playstation and it's just kind of went history since because honestly that's the first game i can think of that for my childhood that i played that actually left a key memory in me wow so it's crazy to think about stuff like that yeah and to be at this point in my life and then also playing it i gotta tell you tavian i think once you if you ever get to play it the combat is you will love it it is a fantastic mix oh, yeah. of um
0: did you ever play 15 or any of the kingdom hearts games yeah i've actually been thinking about replaying 15 just because of of not having 17 i don't i just don't want to spend the money right now uh, like i i i played the demo so mm. i i do understand the combat system um and I, I uh without going into too much detail like funny story final fantasy 7 the original is the reason why i like jrpgs uh, up until that point, I didn't like JRPGs because you may not remember this, but like the commercials, f- for me, like they always showed the cutscenes of the commercials. If if you played oh, seven, yeah. then you understand the cutscenes and the gameplay graphics are dramatically different. So Very I felt different. like I was being mm-hmm. like catfished or something. Like when I see Final Fantasy, uh, like I, I saw seven seven, and I, I saw the gameplay for like years on the line because I had like a, a a jam pack of like demos, didn't touch it um i saw like eight come out and i was like okay that looks cool that looks really nice the graphics look insane like holy crap um i don't i think i saw it over a friend's house or something and, and i was like the graphics are trash what is this and then nine i think came out and like other other jrpgs were doing the same thing Chrono Cross did the same thing uh so mm. i was like really really bored i think i had played hooky from whole, like from school one day or something like that and so i I was like, okay, well, you know what? I played Bushido Blade, like, the demo for that, like, 20,000 times. I'm, I'm done with that one. I want to play a new demo that I haven't played yet. Final Fantasy VII. Fine. Let me give it a try. Whatever. And I play through it. I'm like, what is this combat? Like, I, I hate this turn-based chess comp. Like, I'll play chess if I want to play chess. Still, I, I just went through it, and I was like, whoa, wait, what are these monsters? Because in a demo, you're playing the exact same scenario um, that you that you play in the demo for Seven Remake. So it's it's, like, beat for beat, the same thing. So it's very fascinating seeing the original demo recreated the, like the same exact like scenario uh so i played that you had uh ifrit shiva barrett had ifrit cloud had bahamut and then i th- think tifa was there for some reason tifa was in it for some like uh, for whatever reason for the demo and she had uh shiva i believe and so I, I played i played that. i was like this is pretty sick like what is this and i almost wound up quitting the original game because i think i rented it from blockbuster or borrowed it from a friend or something like that because you didn't have the summons very, like, you were, you were, like, level boosted in the demo. And I didn't understand oh, yeah. that concept really as a kid. Yeah, so I, I, I gave it a chance anyway, and I stuck through it. I was like, the combat's actually kind of interesting. You know, there's some strategy involved in this. I, I like this. I like the powers. I like the level up. So, 7 was actually the game that really got me into JRPGs in the first place. I probably wouldn't be into them if it wasn't for that game. It's not my favorite, it's not my favorite Final Fantasy, but it is the game that got me into it. I think it's a fantastically made game. And so, I am really excited to play it. I just there's two reasons I haven't gotten it. One is money, but two I've had a really bad habit of buying games and not beating them. So I want oh, to I actually play the games that I'm playing currently, beat a lot of those and then that justifies me actually paying money for this game so that I can I can beat it. Yeah. That's my uh story of Final Fantasy 7. I love it. So for the combat, I find it as
1: a very very nice mix. So Final Fantasy 15 combat, it's okay.
0: It's not awful. It's action turn based.
1: Yeah, 15 Combat is like fine. It's action turn based. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to put it. But I would like to say it's a pretty good mix of fighting like some sort of fighting game combat plus Kingdom Hearts 2 plus Final Fantasy 15. In the sense that you uh control every character, but you don't at the same time, but you can issue them commands, you can have them do stuff and it's very strategic. It's actually very very fun. It has a really nice um the stagger system is honestly genius. I love the stagger system in in uh, thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love this. I also, side note, I love thirteen. I really do like that game. I understand I its flaws, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I really do enjoy that game. Um, but the stagger system is really, really good, and it rewards you for playing smart and playing to your opponent's weaknesses. Um, and just. Over the game, the game just like the combat evolves more and more. And then when you get like the 1v1 boss fights, it's really, really cool because that's where the fighting game stuff starts coming in. Where you gotta, you know, be patient, wait for them to do a move that's like, you know, risky. You go in, punish. Um, and if they hit you, they hit you with their combo, and then you're back to neutral. It's really, really cool. Hmm. Um, and especially with Cloud, who has um, his Punisher mode if you're holding guard, he has, like, a counter. So yeah. you wait for them to attack you, you counter him, and then you just wail on him. But even then, like, you have to play it, like, really, really smart. And a lot of times, later in the game, you can't just, like, be in Punisher mode and hold guard. You kind of just have to... Because the second you press the button, he'll go into the counter state. So uh-huh. you have to, like, get really good at timing that. So it's super, super cool. Huh. Um, The first boss fight that, like, really caught me was uh, the Reno boss fight. Where um, when you're fighting him, it's really just you cloud versus Reno one on one. and it really shows you like how much the game is actually like interesting because Reno does a lot of like really interesting concepts and different kinds of stuff where that makes you think differently of how the combat works. because um, you just can't wail on somebody. You can't just like mash square. You kind of have to be smart with your buttons which is so cool. And that's the stuff I love about Kingdom Hearts 2, specifically Critical Mode, where it's just... you got to be smart with your button presses, smart with your combos. When you get in and you stagger the enemy, you can do these full combos that feel so good to hit. Oh, my goodness. Characters like Tifa 2 just blow up. And... (laughs) it's just like just insane amounts of dps and it feels so good i like the idea of making your characters overpowered but then yeah. have them fight like really strong foes too you get a lot of that and um especially if you do a lot of the side quest stuff i've done all of the side quest stuff and i'm definitely like i want to stay over leveled for where i am but the game is still a decent challenge like i'm not yeah. it's not like you know a cakewalk but it's still like you know a challenge for a lot of the bosses and a lot of the fights
0: i like the game Um, i like games that do that like rpgs that don't always scale with your level because it makes you it gives you some sense of progress when you go back to an area that that gave you an issue before and like maybe you're grinding for an item or something and you you're just bodying everything there like you you earn that yeah that's how i feel Um, about it anyway another thing to add because i forget about it
1: uh the equipment system is really, really neat. The, instead of they've went with the idea of uh, quality over quantity where there's only a certain amount of weapons for each uh, like character. but those weapons are very specialized and different and to the point where you can upgrade every single weapon and each one can be balanced in its own way for you. Um mm. so it, they all have their own weapon trees and they have their own upgrades and they also have their own skills which is cool cuz um uh, when you get a new weapon you have to learn its skill by using the weapon and using the mission that's on the weapon to gain mm. the skill permanently onto your character which I 7 was
0: originally was no that was 9 that was 9 I was like that mm.
1: You know I never played through 9 funny enough oh, I owned the nine game is My favorite dude oh my I've god I've been so I've been meaning to play it but so many games have jumped on top of me, where I'm like, shit. I uh because I I bought the Final Fantasy VIII remaster and Final Fantasy IX together. Is However, a remaster of nine of eight, just oh. not nine. But there there is a PS4 version of nine on, so I bought that. They were both on sale. But I have so many other games that I was like playing at the time and finishing. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So it, it's just been like game after game, dude. I brought I bought uh what is it um is it horizon horizon zero dawn
0: yeah i bought horizon zero dawn on black friday it's still like i haven't opened it i actually beat that me and my fiance um sat. she she watched and i played through the game it's so good but yeah and to your point there's that's that's there's so many good games right now i mean everyone's complaining about one game or another but like tons of these games are well made and it it uh, i understand i can relate it's a it's a yeah. first world problem, sure, but it is still <laughs> a problem that we're experiencing. Oh, oh yeah, um, but if anybody is really looking
1: to spend, either to if you never played a JRPG before and you want to jump in, I would recommend Persona Five, uh, Royal specifically. The Persona Five Royal is a very very good game for newcomers and uh, veterans alike. Um, the Final Fantasy 7 remake's been really really fun too, and you don't need to know the game beforehand. And I think they've made it a very tastefully done thing where the newer generation of kids are going to love it while the older generation are going to love it too because of, you know, all the things that they've done for the game that still make it fantastic and good. Um, Everything that they remember
0: about the original, but like amped up to eleven yeah i'm excited for that i kind of want to go back and play nine again when i had the flu i actually sat down and watched a playthrough of it uh from this youtuber it's so it's such a a long game i didn't i don't think i finished the playthrough the let's play oh man i sat sat there like watching the items and all that kind of stuff it's it's yeah nostalgia for sure um well i guess any other points you want to make about that game or any other game that you're you're playing that you want to gush about (sighs)
1: You know, what, I'll um I'll talk about Legend of Runeterra a little bit. I've been really mm-hmm. liking that game a lot lately. I haven't played it too much recently, however, I did climb all the way to Diamond before the game is going to be released, and I've decided Ooh. not to climb anymore because there's going to be a reset, which oh, kind of sucks, but I <laughs> understand it. Yeah, right. So I'll. I think I'm trying to remember. I'm D four, and I think it will put me to Silver something or something like that, or Gold. I think it'll put me in gold, which is kind of frustrating, but it'll be okay. I'll, I'll get over it. But so far, I don't know if you've paid attention to any of the cinematics that have been coming out. Uh, I saw
0: that there, there was a newest one on League, but I didn't get a chance to watch it yet. I'm trying to remember what it was. They're doing multiple cinematics for the card game for each region.
1: Um, Today, they did Noxus um, to date this podcast too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, But today, they did Noxus, and they've already done uh Demacia and Freljord and honestly yeah they've been fantastic pieces of content where it's just it's super cool filled up with lore and you see and now that there's a lot of like cards that reference a lot of stuff you see a lot of cards like like uh for example there's a card named Captain Farron in Legend Terra, and you get to see him in the cinematic I'm like oh that's so cool that's like, oh, really interesting yeah um so you get to see really cool stuff like that. And um, I think Legends of Runeterra is going to be probably one of the best card games, CCG card games for a while, because the game is fantastic. It gives a lot to people. And I've, I've come from a pretty long history, not long, but a decent hmm. history of card games where I've played Hearthstone for a long time. I've played Shadowverse. I've played Magic. I played Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, Pokemon? <laughs> Surprisingly, no, I have not played what? any Pokemon. That's the first trading card game I played. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I think out of like the bunch, like Yu-Gi-Oh has definitely been like closer to one of my favorites. I think it's a fantastic game in terms of archetypes and having your own unique play style for a card game, which is very surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, each and every new installment of an archetype just creates something new for the game and it's really fun. However, the pricings of Konami's choices are not the best and that's why I don't play the game anymore. Uh <laughs> but I bias. think Legend of Natera has that general key concept for the idea where each strategy is honestly like pretty viable. They they want to balance every single card to be somewhat playable or playable in general. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting to see that standpoint and actually see every single game I play. And this is probably the first time because I've played so much Hearthstone is every single game I get matched up with another deck or a deck of a different type of variance. And it's so cool to see something like that because I'm like, Oh, this guy's running. Um, this guy's running war mothers, which is like a Trindomir and slow control deck. Wow. That's super cool. And then the next game I'll play against um, like a spider deck. The next game I'll play against a Yasuo deck and it'll just go on and on and on. And it's like, that's so cool that, so many people have different strategies that they can play and they're all like viable to mm-hmm. a point. Yeah. Obviously <laughs> there's gonna be really good decks like Elnux was very, very powerful for a while. But I climbed all the way to Diamond playing War Mothers and that was during the time that spiders were very strong. So I just played a counter heavy deck and it was really cool. I played another deck um that was a mid-range Demacia deck with fiora garen and that deck was super fun too hmm. so it's just like a lot of these really cool new different ideas that they're putting in the game have been really really interesting and the visuals are amazing it's actually probably the slickest card game i've ever yeah. seen yeah it's for sure. so beautiful and it keeps getting better the newer cards that they've shown off they've shown off quinn and sejuani both of their evolve animations are like 10 out of 10 like holy crap like Wins they by. didn't <laughs> have to fill in this much like they didn't have to do that <laughs> oh, yeah. like it's not necessary but um but they did it and it's it's really really cool and you can tell that like the game reeks of love from the publishers like mm-hmm. you can tell that they actually love the game and they want the game to be good and you can tell it from the design standpoint from all the like the eye candy that goes on all of like the little hints of lore that they got going on with each like card interacting with each other like it's not necessary but they did oh it, yeah and it's really cool
0: the Battlecaster is where it's at
1: yeah yeah <laughs> Battlecaster is honestly such a cool card i love that card because for like all the wrong reasons because it's just so annoying but yeah. i think it's really cool because he's just like he's just a shout caster dude <laughs> yeah it's like when draven comes out there Oh, my God. And, you know, you you hear him, like,
0: actually, like, yell. And you're like, dude, shut up. (laughs) I love it, though. I love when he's on the board and I get, like, Draven or Darius or something like that. Draven's (laughs) just like, don't talk to me. What are you doing? Get out of here. Yeah, it's great. And Um, there's multiple different lines of dialogue, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And each card, like, there's so much. There's so Mm -hmm. much that they've put into the game. And um, I'm really excited to see that game, like, evolve and go for the better i'm very surprised the game isn't as popular as it is right now but maybe and i think it's honestly because they didn't advertise and now they're advertising for it
0: specifically well yeah they tested all worked all the bugs now and like one of the things that like uh james chin i was watching a live stream from him not like a couple days ago and he was talking about trading card games he's like he does a lot of other games and stuff and so he was talking about Tepin, and he was saying that how he was learning Tepin, and he was talking to one of his friends who plays a lot of tcgs because i don't think james chen did and he was like yeah there's only like four or five good decks in the game and he was like and his friend was like that's pretty good he's like i said there's only four or five he's like yeah that's pretty good and he and, and at that moment he was like realizing that most trading card games tend to have like one dominant deck at any time during its lifespan one or two i guess and uh, that was an eye opener for me because i i I don't play hardcore TCGs. I play them with friends. Like I played Magic, Magic Arena, the the Xbox 360 versions. Yu-Gi-Oh, I didn't know what the heck or not Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh Pokémon, I didn't know what I was doing. Um Hearthstone, I played it but like I think I only got to like bronze, maybe silver because I didn't play it too much. Um and teppen was one that I actually like legitimately liked and wanted to grind and uh got their ranking system's a little bit weird, but I think I got to like C or B in that. Their their
1: ranking system is very similar to Shadowverse, which is um it's letter based. So D C E A double A. Um Yeah, I actually enjoyed Teppen for the time like the small time that we played it. It was a really mm. cool active card game that was it had a lot of really unique stuff, but mm. I never really got into the completely competitive portion. I did a lot more homebrew stuff um but generally when i play when i play card games i like to know what archetypes there are what archetypes are good and then find the optimized stuff for those archetypes and then play them see how i like them and then change them to my style Um, or change them around a little bit to fit like how i want to play them Mm -hmm. and um and generally that's really fun because you get to find out some really, really cool new strats that you didn't even think like existed. You find synergy cards that you didn't even like think about. Um, But yeah, for in terms of tiers and like stuff like that for Hearthstone or any other games through my experience, yeah, it generally comes down to one or two decks become a very like the deck to play and one or two, one of two things can happen. You can have uh, the one dominant deck be the only deck that's played or um, you will have uh, two or three dominant decks played and it's kind of like a rock, paper, scissors and there might be like a couple of rogue decks here and there, but generally they lose. When I played uh, Hard Shadowverse a long time ago, there was a rock, paper, scissors format that I played a lot of and I Genuinely hated it because it was so unfun. Um, and for anybody who actually plays Shadowverse that like wants to date this, it was mid range shadow, dirt rune and uh, control dragons. That shit was cancer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it, it's just awful. This was back when I was streaming it too. And my goodness, I could not believe how much I could grow to hate a game because of An awful format like that because I was straight up winning 50% of my matches. And when you're trying to climb, you can't do 50%. (laughs) It's just the worst because I would start the I would start the stream like at one point and then end the stream roughly the same where I started. And it's like, man, what happened? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What went wrong? Um, I got to A3. Oh no, no, no. Did I get to double A? I think I got to double A or A three. Oh. Um so, yeah, it's nice to see Runeterra just have a lot of key really good strats for a lot of different decks. They said in their dev diaries that they strive to at least have one good deck per region. And I think they've definitely succeeded in that sense because there is a lot of really good regions. Um, I want to say the, probably the weakest region would probably be... Maybe Freljord, but even then, Freljord has a lot of really good stuff. Maybe Brom's pretty too. OP. Yeah, Brom's really nice. Um, you got a lot of really good late-game stuff from them, too, but their best deck probably is like a mid-range Frostbite deck with Ash. Um, but a lot of the newer cards that they're adding right now... busted, too. ...are super, super cool. Yeah, is pretty insane late-game. Um, I really like, because uh, for Shadow Isles... The one of the new cards that's coming in and the new um, like things that they're adding is Maokai and Maokai has a really cool uh, new keyword that he's adding, which reminds me so much of Yu-Gi-Oh with uh, a deck called Light Swarns, where you play a card and you mill your own deck or you discard stuff in your own deck to play the card. So what would happen is like if you play the card the card's effect would be pitch three cards from your deck and it would pitch the top three cards of your deck Mm -hmm. um and you would do stuff like that and you would get bonuses whether or not like what gets pitched or stuff like that but for maokai specifically he has like kind of like once he gets to once he evolves his evolve is literally uh take out every single card from your opponent's deck except for four champions and it's like, oh my god. What? That's actually like a win con. Um what is it called? Uh I'm trying to remember what the keyword is called. That's true. Okay. That's a that's a great question. I I genuinely don't remember. I'll double check though. Oh, the new keyword is toss. Also, the the they have like newer design looks for the characters. Quinn looks different. Um Maokai looks slightly different. Okay, so the the keyword is toss. There's a card that's coming out. Let's see. There's a spell card, three mana, toss three, which means get rid of three cards from the top of your deck to heal all allies three. Um, so generally, that's pretty good. The only thing is that can kind of suck is if you run out of deck or if you get rid of cards that are really important. But generally, if you're playing a card or a deck like that, you kind of set yourself up so you're okay with pitching cards. Yeah, there's a three mana, three, two, life steal. When I'm summoned, toss two. I don't think that'll be generally too good but they've added at least cards to help support the new keyword and support the new champ which is really really cool. Hmm. I'm really really curious on how the game is going to turn out for yeah. once it actually comes out because I think it's going to be I hope it's going to be a massive success. It really should be. I I genuinely think if the game doesn't like blow up, yeah. I don't know I
0: don't know what went wrong because it's to- doing everything right. I hope they add Spectator to it. I would like to look at doing tournaments for it, too, if possible. They're going to show
1: a new region eventually. And um, it's already been leaked, but I won't say it in the podcast for people's sake. But the new region should be probably the last thing that they show off. And the fact that they're adding a whole new region, too, is super, super cool. Because that just means it's going to be new char- new champions, new cards, new keywords, all of that.
0: Mm Hmm. mm Hmm. tournaments will be ideal setting aside uh this game i am very excited for it i do want to like gush a little bit about what i've been playing a little bit Uh, because i have been playing that until the phone version stopped working for me for whatever reason so i stopped that's basically when i stopped playing it i'm excited for it to be back on phone because i'll probably play it a lot more than being on pc uh but no i've i've been playing a lot of uh, non-competitive games, I've been playing a little bit of Overwatch and League of Legends as well. Uh, that's That hasn't really changed from anything before, so I wouldn't really consider that. But uh, one game I've played a lot that I didn't expect to like was Vermintide 2, Warhammer Vermintide 2. Uh, it's basically if you take Left 4 Dead, Destiny 2, and a little bit of Diablo and put it into a game in Middle Earth so that's essentially what Ooh. it is it's really really cool so you have the left 4 dead element where you like have hordes of ai coming at you special monsters which are basically like almost exact ripoffs of like what they do like you have the fat dude that um that vomits on you but also like he has a couple of magical powers as well like he can summon a poison tornado uh you have like a hook rat that like basically gets like a uh what are those guys called the um animal control uh ropes and like hooks you and pulls you away uh mm. you have one that like tackles you and stuff like that bosses but like your progress actually saves and you go back to like the central hub and like you you can upgrade your equipment you can upgrade your like your weapons you have each character has three different uh ar- archetypes or, or builds i guess like i play the mage character which doesn't use any ammunition they just use magic and uh it's all about like it's a pyromancer so they summon fire they have three different versions of it one's like a battle mage one is like almost like a Kamikaze type character that blows up in your face, and there's one that's like well balanced between it. Uh, all characters have melee, so it's swords and there's ranged weapons, and it's 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 four player co-op. Uh, if you don't have friends with you, it'll give you AI that is decent. It'll teleport, so it doesn't have to worry about getting stuck anywhere. Uh, but me and uh Frodo have been playing that game a good bit, and I'm definitely enjoying that. Surprisingly, uh I don't really sit down and play a lot of games, and I'll even play it by myself. I don't tend to play co-op games on my own. Uh, so that game, I don't think it's on sale. It might be on sale now, as of. This recording it was on sale Uh, but it's really good i recommend that game check it out i've been going back and speed running streets of rage 2 in anticipation for streets of rage 4 to come out but also just because i i love streets of rage 2 and seeing all this new content for four coming out has been getting me excited about playing the game so i go back listen to the music play the game try to speed run it for a new challenge it's really fun i really really enjoy that the Other game that I'm super enjoying playing is the new Spider-Man game. Uh, I say new. I say new. (laughs) It's probably not like a year. It's legit
1: so good. Yeah, that's on sale. It's a fantastic game. I would highly recommend.
0: Yeah, it's on sale right now on PlayStation. So I scooped it up for like seventeen bucks. Uh, That and BB Tag actually. are both on sale. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, So BB
1: Tag's it's a fun game. I pro I actually am thinking about like getting into BB Tag a little more just for funsies. Yep. Um, but for Spider Man, um, I 100 percent that game,
0: and I think it's super, super good. I'm tempted to. I, I want to beat the game first because I'm I'm scared of like the whole me not beating games thing. But uh, I, I have been enjoying it a lot. Like I'm just like me and my son will play it because he actually likes watching me like spring, swing around. So I'm literally just like standing up playing the game. Uh, I have a TV that's like about eye level. If I stand up, it's is mounted up high. So I'll just stand there and play because like it'll I'll dance around and like get him moving around and i like, "Wee!" like just just swinging around and beating up bad guys and just yelling and talking smack to them it's it's pretty oh, fun great. every now and then i'll stream it too so you can uh check me out on, on twitch if you want like i don't stream with the camera on because i don't have a ps4 camera but oh, i, I figure that. people can just hang out and chat with me while i like me and my son play and just have fun it's a really really great game i used to love spider-man uh, i played the one on ps1 the the one on xbox 360 that was all right i think it was a spider-man 2 movie or whatever uh i want to say i can't remember i think it was spider-man 2 uh the sam raimi ones and that that one was actually pretty good i can't remember what console was on though but yeah there was a few decent spider-man games and some that i played just because i love spider-man he's one of my favorite superheroes next to the hulk and, and black panther so i had to play it and then yeah bb tag i just got into i did like a training session with noah and then I actually settled on Ragnar and Jen because they're pretty basic and they actually combo well pretty together. They combo pretty well together. So I've been playing that here and there because it's, I thought it was a simple game. It's actually not. <laughs> it's just Which the inputs are simple. BB tag. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's
1: crazy because it, it advertises itself as a game that's simple, but it's honestly far from that. The like, inputs are simple. But the inputs are simple.
0: It's a four to five button in like five buttons button yep. game. There's three attack buttons, the partner button, and then like this special button. The that, assist button. Yeah, assist button. Yeah. So it I would say they were like, Hey, you know what? these inputs are really simple let's make this game crazy as hell now because everyone should be able to do it (laughs) and it's like everybody isn't able to do it however it is super cool what you are allowed
1: to do because i don't know if i'll ever get to the level of some combos people have been doing that i've seen on like some highlight rules i'm like dude i don't think that i could actually do that yeah I i can like conjure up that kind of idea where they're like they summon their partner, have the partner on board, and they keep switching back and forth between each moves. Like it's the
0: cooldown is so fast. Like no one kept telling me to like tag more, and I was like, dude, I'm so used to Dragon Ball and like Marvel. Yeah. Like, I'm not used to having my cooldown as soon as he's like back off the screen. Jeez. So yeah, it, it's it, I've I've been getting used to that and trying to abuse the whole tag system. Um, but it's been it's really fun. It's a little bit refreshing. Um, it, and I've been playing a lot boot of characters. Cool characters too. Yeah, I, I really. Because I'm a
1: big fan of Persona, of course, so there's a lot of really cool Persona characters, mm-hmm. and um, that game also helped me actually like discover Undernight and find out what it's really about, which was super cool because I really like Gordeaux and BB Tag, so and I, I'm not good at Gordeaux and Eunice, however, <laughs> I found Akatsuki and he's cool, and then I don't like Akatsuki and BB Tag, <laughs> which is the funniest thing to me, yep. um, but. It's just cool because there's so many there's so many cool characters that have different styles, and they've added so much to that game now. It's it's pretty cool as a newcomer. I think it's a really good fighter to go in uh, if you want to like play tag fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a really good one to start off with. Because yeah, I feel like I if you get good, the is really good. Yeah, uh, combo trials are actually like pretty challenging and pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's challenging enough that you can get them down um and they're not like completely impossible there's a couple in particular i remember there was one for like i guess that was really difficult mm. but um most of them i've completed with ease like not <laughs> with ease, but like you know
0: there's one for of- Jin i can't figure out and it's really it's, it's not hard it's just that like the only hard part is i have to jump three times mm. and i'm like it's have you played Jin before yeah okay i I, I played um i main Jin and continuum shift extend oh cool (laughs) so his like his two three six m like his his uh the sword projectile that that starts off slow and like has multiple hits like you can do his jump c in the air and then two three six into that and it'll combo and you can do it twice in a row and then like but you have to immediately jump it and i think the third time you have to super jump but it like it's hard to explain but when you land it's like really sticky because it takes a while before you can jump again so i have to mm. delay my jump because i'm I'm jumping too soon and it's just like it's it's frustrating because the combo itself is not hard it's just me jumping back up while he's getting hit uh, is like the only hard part so it's like oh it's my weird. god it, it's it,
1: hard especially since you're a street fighter player too yeah and it's completely opposite for me because um when i'm playing you know uh tag fighters like i'm just i know that like normal moves can cancel into special moves and mostly inputs are very very fast and very quick and generally like you can cancel almost everything into anything yeah uh which is super cool to me but then when i play something like street fighter where i gotta link something (laughs) i'm so garbage i'm pretty sure i've done a couple of the combo trials in sf5 but it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around comboing in games like SF5 <laughs> it's just so <laughs> it takes it's some time it's so hard
0: mhm yeah no it it takes time uh it's uh i, I don't want to delve too deep into the mechanics of it but it, it's it's a different world sometimes it feels like compared to like MK feels closer to an, a fight, an anime fighter because of how you can dial in combos rather than Street Fighter, where it's mainly linked. <laughs> you can literally buffer in your whole combo, bro. That <laughs> thing's insane to me. Yeah. That seems absolutely bonkers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some you have to do it in that way, otherwise it doesn't come out. It's really weird. Like, Aaron Black had, had or has one. I think they patched it out. Uh, that, that works that way. But no, yeah, those... Those are the games that I'm playing right now. Uh, I've thoroughly been enjoying Vermintide. I'm wanting more people to get into it. I just bought Civ because that was like five bucks or something crazy. So I, I'm probably going to see if I can get some people together to to play that or a couple other games because I just want to. I want to have more. I love co-op games. Like if you ask me, what my favorite genre of game is it's co-op. But you can't really uh, in today's day and age is really hard to like for me to play co-op games consistently. But I'm trying. I'm trying right now because a lot of people are home. I want to. I'm. I'm actually like i i didn't realize how much of a not an extrovert i'm an introvert by nature but even i like find myself like i need to see who's online and i don't normally think that way i don't normally think like i need to see who's online to hang out with somebody online yeah (laughs) i'm generally the way i do online
1: is i don't invite people too much but i'm like you know i let other people invite me and then i'll decide whether or not i'm gonna join yeah (laughs) yeah that's what i do it's hard because like it's not that i don't want to hang out with people it's just a lot of times i'm just like yeah i'll just i'll just play i'll just play by myself like i don't Mm. think about like hanging out with somebody constantly like yo what's the crew
0: up to right yeah i used to be like that when i was in college yeah, but now I'm just like, man, because basically after nine o'clock I work on stuff and then I I give myself some gaming time, and I'm just like, who's online? <laughs> who <laughs> who wants to hang out? You know, I don't I yeah. don't do it in all chat because like it, it just it feels too desperate or something for me to be like, hey, who wants to play some games? Unless it's like a fighting game, uh, but like lately I haven't really been feeling like I I don't feel like being competitive. I just want to learn. If anything, I I I don't want to hop into a lobby and talk smack. I just want to be like, hey, you know, let's play. Let's I play the first of ten with um flash kick i didn't even say anything i was like hey i, I don't want to talk i just want to listen to my music and play a first of ten. watch the vods afterwards are you cool with that he's like yeah that's fine with me played a first yeah. of ten. i got washed and i'm like okay cool all right thank you you know i i don't tend to like actually talk when i'm playing matches so like that that whole experience for me is like because I, I think a few times we play lobbies in dragon ball and i'm just like you know i i i, I hate waiting for my match i don't want to talk during my match i feel like i shouldn't be here and then there's certain all people the ring who- matches Yeah, like, I like the idea of it for just social interaction. But, like, if I'm trying to get good, like, it, 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 I hate them. Like, I honestly, Mm. I do not like them. I I,
1: understand. I'm, like, I'm a little in between, right? mm Because I haven't really ever had that experience until, like, recently with the ring matches. And I do kind of like it. Because I like the idea of spectating, watching, see what people are doing. And then, like wanting to beat somebody's ass who just beat you last game. Yeah like, oh get me back in. Put me back in. Like I'm gonna beat their ass. That makes sense. Um I really like that aspect when it comes to the ring matches. However, I wish there was a better system for it. Mm-hmm. Um ring matches in Dragon Ball can be really frustrating to work with. I do um, like that
0: it's two lobbies and within one lobby though. So I will I will that do is that nice. to Dragon Ball because like if I don't play like, waiting nice. sometimes I can just get into a match.
1: I also I just wish the lobby system wasn't the way it was i just wish it was just a regular menu and hmm. people can just join a party god yeah it's I- just so frustrating it's like what lobby are you in oh east coast three lobby two okay yeah I'm- well
0: Oh, I wish cool. you could invite people, and I wish they wouldn't put you into a random server before you have to back out <laughs> yeah, what, to the server. What's those that about? Things, those Let me things. choose
1: what server I want to go to first.
0: Yeah, if they did that, then you'd be a okay because you can just like hop into their lobby or like see or have a friends list or something like that. Those things because uh, Street Fighter has the same issue. I don't understand why these fighting games want to do that. Street Fighter has a buy because it's cross-platform, and I kind of get that because they have the cfn and you can invite people via their cfn like their capcom fighting network name or whatever so yeah you, you can technically invite people to your lobby within street fighter regardless of what concert they're on it's just that you can't you can't do it if you're both on ps4 or something like that uh so i, I don't think i play on pc so maybe you can't i don't know you can't invite via steam i know that yeah so yeah that's where i'm at um i will say uh if you're listening to this You know, let us know what games you're playing during this whole quarantine situation, whether you're watching this on YouTube or the podcast uh, app that you're using, whatever it may be. Let us know what you're playing right now, and if you do play Fermentide, make sure you let me know what your Steam account is so I can actually play some co-op with you people. Uh, I'm level 30 right now with with, uh, the Battle Mage is what I'm rocking. So, if you're looking for some games in that, let me know. Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Any closing responses from you, Max? Um everybody please stay safe wear gloves
1: wear gloves out of all things please wear your masks try to stock up don't go outside play some games talk to people online just try to pass the time try not to be so stressed out now's a good time to get into games i will say today tonight anytime best time games there's so much to go for and it's the easiest way to just have time pass by without you even like knowing
0: yep and there's a genre for everybody so there's there's a genre out there you just may have been introduced to the wrong one or may just not have a confidence to think that you're competent enough to play those kinds of games whatever it may be give it a go try it out there's some free games out there on steam and or on consoles so there's a lot of options that you don't have to invest a lot of money because i'm not spending a lot of money right now uh i'm i'm like a small amount of money and then the rest of it's going towards like you know savings and 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 the, uh, other amenities also DoorDash um DoorDash is really good if you want some food like I've been getting coffee from Dunkin Donuts because I'm not going out <laughs> but I will order DoorDash and then just like you know have them drop it off the door and then like take it out of the bag and everything just be safe about it there are some options out there if you don't want to get out of the house and, and get some food depending on where you live so stay safe thank you guys so much Max where can they find you what what may you have going on right now if they want to reach out to you um I got my youtube
1: youtube.com slash mega max um I might start streaming sometime soon. We'll see. When Legend of Terror probably releases, I might be playing a little more, than, more of that on stream. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, twitch.tv slash Star. Come follow
0: me. Or say hi. And that's about it for me. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, I'm the Philosopher, Tavian Napier. You can find me on youtube.com slash thephilosopher. If you want to hit me up on Twitter, it's thephilosopher as well. Check out our Facebook as well. We're doing online tournaments, K-Zoo FGC. You can go to facebook.com groups slash FGC. Also, a link to our Discord will be down there as well. If you want to join our Discord, that's our most active way of doing it. Every Thursday, basically from 6 to 11 to 12-ish, we do online tournaments. Tekken, Dragon Ball, Street Fighter. I think we just add a BB Tag uh what is that game Ramble versus we're doing that so also if you're interested in doing an online tournament with us let us know if you want to host one uh, we're always looking for other forms of games that you might want to do or just need more people to do it so that said thank you guys so much as always we will see you all in the next one